Star Wars 7x7, episode 1,210. So I left you on a bit of a cliffhanger yesterday talking about a what-if scenario that was sort of proposed, possibly intentionally, possibly unintentionally, by the end of In the Name of the Rebellion. And it's a what-if scenario that almost turns Star Wars a bit X-Files-like. Punch it, Chewie. I'm Amy Rackwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And the way that this came about was, whether intentionally or unintentionally, it was inspired by a line delivered by Ezra Bridger at the end of the In the Name of the Rebellion episode on Star Wars Rebels on Monday night, the end of part two, therefore the end of episode four. They were talking, Kanan and Sabine were about whether a giant kyber crystal could be weaponized and they weren't really sure, and Ezra showed up in the conversation and threw in his two cents, which is... What if Saw's right? And the Empire is already on the verge of winning a war most of the Rebel Alliance doesn't believe has already begun. So, I... <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted thinking about the old thing in Sex in the City where Carrie Bradshaw would always say, It got me thinking, what if blah 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 blah? Like... <laughs> That was the thing in almost every episode. Anyway, so that's what got me thinking, Ezra's commented, about the possibility of a Star Wars viewing without knowing anything about the Death Star and how difficult would that be to actually pull off. And it seems like the fact of the matter is, is that it would not be all that difficult. And you kind of have to go into the whole idea of the order in which you view not just the movies, but also the cartoons as well. And yeah, okay, forget the whole machete order and chronological by release order or whatever like this only works if you watch them one through six and you watch the cartoons in the order that they're supposed to be viewed because even the clone wars cartoons were not released in the order that they happen chronologically in in star wars time basically inside the galaxy in universe and yes as i've admitted before in the podcast i have not watched all of the clone wars and i definitely need to do that before one of these times when they say that it's going to leave netflix that it actually does leave netflix maybe for when disney has their movie service fully launched or whatever it'll show up over there anyway the point is is that if you take out just a couple of scenes in attack of the clones and in revenge of the sith you can hide the construction of the death star and I'm talking, of course, about a situation where somebody who has never seen Star Wars is introduced to Star Wars for the first time, right? So if you were to, say, have that person watch all of the movies and all of the cartoons together in order, right? Let's assume that there is actually a person who would want to do that. You never know, right? There's only one scene you have to take out of Attack of the Clones, and that's the scene toward the end of the Battle of Geonosis where they're inside the catacombs at their secret gathering spot and Paga the Lesser says to Count Dooku, like, we got to get out of here and they can't find our plans for the ultimate weapon. If they do, we're doomed. And you see the projection of the Death Star and Dooku says, I'll take the plans to my master. They'll be safe on Coruscant with him. And he has the thing in his hands and it's showing the hologram of the Death Star, right? So wipe that scene out or at least wipe out the special effects and just let Poggle the Lesser say something about the ultimate weapon and leave it at that, right? So that's number one. And then in Revenge of the Sith, 
just the last shots, basically, right where Vader comes stumbling out onto the bridge of whatever Star Destroyer they're on, and they're looking out the windows at the framework of the Death Star under construction, and Tarkin is there, right? So you get rid of that scene somehow, and suddenly you've wiped out from the prequel trilogy any indication of the Death Star. And so now, when you think about what Saw Gerrera is going through, suddenly you create almost a... Fox Mulder-like craziness, except, of course, it's super aggressive in Saw's case, and never mind about collateral damage, all about finding out the truth. The truth is out there, right? And some massive conspiracy is happening in the galaxy, and nobody's able to see it. People are turning blind eyes. People are being, you know, paid off. People are being part uh, or, you know, involved in the conspiracy to keep the truth away from the galaxy. And in the X-Files, Fox Mulder was always kind of, you know, pushed off to the side because his ideas weren't mainstream. They were always able to be rationally, reasonably explained away. It wasn't some big alien conspiracy or anything like that. And yet, and yet, it turned out that there was truth to what he was investigating. But there was something about him and something about the notion of what he was pursuing that made people just poo-poo it, right? Like it just wasn't possible. It wasn't jibing with everybody's version of reality or anything like that. And so he was considered an outcast. He was ostracized. And it's kind of similar with Saw, right? He's being ostracized not just for his ideas and his conspiracies, but also for his methodologies too. And then comes an episode like in The Name of the Rebellion where he finds a cargo ship with a giant kyber crystal and a bunch of Imperial prisoners who are all experts in power reactors and that sort of thing. And that's going to feed his conspiracy bent even more. And nobody can wrap their head around the idea of what this could be about. And so they're just kind of dismissing the whole idea. Like, yeah, that's weird, but, you know, whatever. The Imperials are just crazy and nobody can even fathom the idea of a giant death star a giant super laser floating in space until until rogue one when the thing actually shows up over jetta and you're like oh my gosh this thing is actually real and Sagarera is staring up at the sky of this thing and going yep told you so and that's when he gets blown up it seems like a pretty compelling idea to me i mean we're talking about 10 seasons of tv shows with rebels and with the clone wars which is equivalent to what the run of the x-files was or at least the nine seasons in the original run plus the three movies that would come before it right with or four actually i guess if you count the clone wars movie itself so you know all of this episodic content, you know, the time on screen actually is almost kind of similar to go through all this conspiracy stuff and to finally find out, oh my gosh, the conspiracy is real at the end of it. I thought that was a pretty neat thing to consider. Anyway, that's going to do it for just the, the what if portion of the podcast. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back with you. So stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com slash TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. 7com slash TFA. Welcome back. 
I just want to say at press time, as it were, a video from USA Today was released. USA Today, I'm used to being the source for book excerpts and whatnot, but they came out with an exclusive behind-the-scenes video from The Last Jedi, and I'll be breaking that down in tomorrow's episode. But I just wanted to let you know, in case you hadn't seen that come across your radar, that it exists, and I will post it at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash sw7x7, and it will also be in the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's most impressive and it's destiny unleashed. not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.